Hey you. Yeah. You. You didn't stumble here by chance, so let's talk. My name is Tyann, but a lot of people call me Taj, and I'm most known for my loud New York personality and my unfiltered opinions. The Melanated Mindset is a safe space for unpopular opinions and heated debates amongst a diverse melting pot of those of us that classify as a melanated millennial. And I don't care if you got a lot of melanin, just a little bit of melanin, or hell, you just melanated by association. Everybody is welcome. Now, I can't speak for y'all, but after seeing what being an adult is really about, nah, I got some things to say. And I know y'all do too. So let's talk about it, because what's really going on? What is up, y'all? Welcome if you're new. Welcome back if you're not. Welcome to the final episode of season one. And for the final episode, I had to be different. Final episode don't just got one guest. I have four. So... My guests gonna introduce themselves. Um, my name is Angela, and I have been married for three years, and I'm 24 years old. Guest number two. My name is Jasmine. I am 26, and I have been married for seven years. Number three. My name is Nigel, and I have been married for three years, and I'm 22 years old. My name is Rashonda, and I've been married for six years, and I'm 32 years old. Okay. So now that you guys get a gift of y'all get to read the room for the season finale, obviously I couldn't be by myself. Obviously y'all like when I have guests and I decided to go all out, not just one, but four. This episode is the last episode. It's going to be a little bit different. I'm coming to y'all with no complaint of the week for those of y'all that have been here since day one, no highlight of the week because there's too many of us and that would take too long. So we jumping straight into the Fendi fact of the day. Fendi fact of the day comes from Pew Research, and it states that more than half of millennials are not married, and those that are got married later in life. A majority of millennials are not currently married, marking a significant change from past generations. Only 40% of millennials were married in, in 2019, compared to 53% of Generation Xers and 61% of Baby Boomers and 81% of Silenters at the comparable age. Black Millennials are far less likely to be married as far as the Millennials and other racial and ethnic groups go. 24% compared with 51% of Asian, 48% of White, and 42% of Hispanic Millennials. Now that y'all heard what the Fendi fact is, how do y'all feel about it? Don't all speak at once. It doesn't matter who goes first. So how does it feel to be in in the 1%? Because the Fendi fact states that majority of millennials are not married. And I am currently sitting in a room with four other black women, four other black millennials that are married. So we are the minority, y'all. Angela? It doesn't surprise me because, like, all my friends that I graduated with are not married. And I am the only one that is. Uh, I think the graduated college or graduated high school? College. Okay. So, out of all the friends you graduated college with, you're the only one that's married? I'm the only one. But I think, I mean, of course, the common denominator is like military. Right. And I do have to put that disclaimer out there. All of us sitting in this room are military wives. 
However, this episode isn't going to focus mainly on that because I know a lot of my listeners can't necessarily relate to that. I want to talk about what it is being married, being young, because all of us are in this room, are young. We got married fairly young, according to the statistic. So I want to talk about that because I feel like a lot of girls on the girlfriend end and the single end, a lot of them, in my opinion, want to be in our shoes. They would much rather have a husband be settled down. So we are the 1%. We are what they want to be. But as we know, the grass is not always necessarily greener on the other side. So Rashonda, how you feel about the Fendi Fat? I feel like I'm the OG of the group. So I was brought up on old love. I don't Elaborate. feel like I fit in with the rest. Um it's a different kind of love. Uh, just like the music's not made the same no more. I don't know how to explain it. You older than me, and I feel, I feel the exact same way. I, I like. I, I just. I. I just really don't know how to explain it. It's. I don't know. It's just the different connection. Like me and my husband, he's two years younger than me. So I don't think I ever knew that. Well, there you go. He's two years younger than me. However, his little old soul, that's a little motherfucking old soul around this bitch. <laughs> I feel like that's how all my yeah, other friends right. feel about me. Nadja? You asked me how I feel about the Fendi fact? Yeah. How you feel about being in the 1%? Majority of people our age not married. So, all right, I'm actually like Angela. A lot of the people she graduated college with, out of all her friends, she's the only one that's married. Is it the same for you? I mean, all the people I started college with, we're just not graduating now. So, and that's on period. We got a college grad. I don't know when y'all gonna be hearing this, but this is a couple weeks before Naja graduate. So, I'm gonna drop my girl Cash App, and y'all gonna send her the graduation gifts because we got a black woman with a college degree. You heard? We got another one in the room. You heard? The youngest one in the room, and that's on period. Can I get? Can I get some back pay? <laughs> and that's on period. I know I graduated a couple years ago, but not for a for real. Naja about to get her degree. We got a room full of black girl magic going on right now. Naja just so happened to be the youngest one out the group and the newest member to the group. But yeah, I gotta show my girl some love. She is getting her college degree, and that's something that a lot of black women want to get, but maybe not have the funds or maybe not just have the right environment to do so. And she doing that shit from over here, mid COVID. So, we gonna get my girl her flowers. But back to the Fendi fact. How do you feel about the Fendi fact? Nah, so, she is the youngest one in the room, but you are still married. Y'all heard her say she's been married for three years. So, how you feel being in the 1%? You're freshly in the 1%. I feel like it's something I never thought about. Like, I really never looked at. I mean, like, yeah, I know that people, you know, like, people get married young, but like. Did you ever think you would be that girl? No. Hell no. I know that's Bitch, I, you know what I'm supposed to be doing? I'm supposed to be on a yacht. Okay? I'm supposed to be on a yacht. Y'all ever seen that video on Instagram? I'm supposed to be shaking my ass oh my in a thong. <laughs> in Dubai. In Dubai. And that's a period. Stressed for 19 years and didn't get on no damn yacht. Got married. But, you know, it's okay. It's okay. But, I mean, it's not. It's just something I never thought about. So, I mean, like, it's something interesting to hear. Definitely. Because it's like. I don't really, that's not something I care to look at. I mean, so it's something like I wouldn't have never came across myself, but hearing it makes me want to look into stuff like that. Like, oh shit, damn. I can understand. I didn't think I was, I never thought I would be the girl that got married young. But once I did it, for some reason, it just made sense because I just knew what I wanted out of life. I didn't necessarily know how I was going to get it. 
but I knew that that's what I wanted. I knew I wanted the husband, the kids, the career, the house. Didn't know how I was going to get it. But for some reason, it some people may call it cocky or whatever, but I just felt like it was a lot closer than I thought. But at the same time, I never thought I'd be fucking married at 18. Like, I got married at 18. I was 18 and Malik was 20 when we got married. Like, I was a child. I graduated high school, started college, and got married all in the same year. 2013, I could never fucking forget. For real, for real. But I have structured this episode different because it's my first time with this many guests. And I don't want y'all to be sitting here for four hours listening to us talk our shit, even though I know we could. So what I did was I gave each girl one specific question. I didn't give them the question till this morning that we're recording this, but they don't know what questions each other have. So they're only necessarily responsible for answering their specific question. But if they want, they could jump in, answer any questions, but they don't got to feel pressured to answer any questions that they don't want. Go. Jazz, I'm going to start with you. Jazz's question was, if you could describe your marriage in one word, what word would you choose and why? One word. Just one. (laughs) Okay. I feel like I'm going to answer my question a little differently than I feel like most people will. The word I'm choosing is sort of because of what got me and my husband to this point we're at today. Because if it wasn't for communication, we definitely wouldn't be how strong that we are today or how just how we are today. So... I chose the word communication simply because when I was younger or when we got married, when we first got married. Let me stop you right there. How how young or old were y'all when y'all both got married? I was 18 and he was 19. I just graduated. From- y'all talking shit about me and Jazz over here. <laughs> me and Jazz the same age, been married the exact same amount of time and got married at the same age. Y'all was doing the same thing in different dimensions. <laughs> Literally living the same life in different time zones, honey. So, when we first got married and moved in with each other, that's where the problem started. Our, our communication skills suck. Like, it, were, it was times that I would go days without talking to him simply because of one thing that he said that made me mad. And it's just that we didn't know how to communicate or talk to each other about that. So... I'll be mad for a couple of days, but then it'll be to the point that we came to each other and was like, do we really want to continue doing this? Like, not com- not communicating. Not even talking. Bro. Not like, talking at all. Over like, some dumb shit. Over dumb stuff. So it's like, dang, if we really want to get to where we say we want to go or have a good marriage, we have to communicate. And I want to let so, it be known that Jazz and I, like I said, have been married the exact same amount of time. We got married at the same age. So Jazz and I have been married the longest out of all of the ladies sitting in this room. So I can definitely agree with you. My, I, Like I said, everybody only got one question. I don't have no questions for myself, but I, I definitely agree. And I am woman enough to say that even to this day, I don't think me and Malik communicate the way we should. And I told you this before we started recording. Like, I honestly feel like we just learned 
how we communicate, but we didn't learn how to communicate with one another, if that makes sense. I know it sounds crazy, but I hope that it makes sense. Like, so I'm glad that you and Pat were able to get to that point. That's good. Like, that's what it takes to get millennial marriages like ours to keep going. Because do y'all agree that y'all feel like the cards, the, the deck is stacked against us? Do y'all, I know, all four of y'all sitting here right now, would y'all be able to say it's people back at home yeah, or girls yeah. y'all know or niggas y'all know that's waiting for y'all to fail? Oh. Yeah. Back on it. Back on it. They wait. Back on it. on it. Right. So it's like when you learn how to communicate with your spouse, it's nobody can tell you nothing. Nobody can tell me nothing. We know how to tell each other everything. Right. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's, exactly it's kind of the perfect blend. So with that, we're going to roll right into Rashonda. So Rashonda, your question was, what is your favorite thing about being married and why? You gave me a two-part question. Everybody got everybody to gotta and why. I think why just comes naturally. No, no, no. You said what is my favorite part and what I don't like. Oh, well, yeah. Your favorite and your least favorite. My favorite is the growth process because That's just- a good answer from beginning to end, boy, there's a lot of shit that you think you know about somebody and you really don't know. It don't matter if you've been with them for three years, two years, two months, six months, eight, seven months, whatever. You know, it's just, uh, it's, it's a different process for everybody. So speaking for myself... Hold on, low key. Every single person in this room... Besides two, it's from a, a different state. So Angela is from South Carolina. Jasmine is also from South Carolina. Rashonda is from Nevada. And Naja is from Alabama. And y'all know me. I'm from New York where they killed Biggie. But <laughs> we got mad different opinions in here. I think it's just important for people to know where we are because I think that also plays a part into how we feel about marriage and things like that. So go ahead. I'm sorry. But my favorite part is the growth process. Um, it's just getting to know a person, not only for who they are when you first get to meet them, but from the inside out, um, you get to know them on their good days, their bad days. It's going to be frustrating. However, that's my favorite. My least favorite is going to be, I don't know, it depends on what you mean by least favorite. What is the thing you despise the most about being married. Not despise. <laughs> well, how does y'all want to be worried? If I had to be motherfucking honest around here, that's what I want y'all, all four of them, be talking that hot shit when this mic not on. But I done put some mics on these hoes and got some drinks in these hoes to get them to be honest. And I feel like they finally kicking in because I want them to be honest. So mine is going to be the freedom. Honestly, the freedom uh, for what? To do what I want. What I want. You know, because of. I can agree with that. And it's because of the respect. Like, I know what I could be doing out here. For real, for real, because I'm a bad little motherfucker. Something wrong. I actually, in my little notebook, I have Naja going next, but I want to save Naja for last because Loki. I feel like Naja got the best question, and I feel like everybody might. I low-key want everybody to answer Naja's question, so I hope y'all want to answer that. Low-key, nobody's been answering anybody else's question, but I feel like that's... We just starting, like I said, I'm trying to loosen them up, y'all. 
bear with me. So Angela, what is the hardest part about me being married? And I know when I told you what your question was, I said it, I said it like that, but I want to rephrase it just a little bit. What is the hardest part about being married so young and why? Because that's what this episode is about, is about being a married millennial. See, you switched up on me, so... But you told me that none of your other friends is married. So it got to be a struggle being okay. the only married friend. You know what I'm saying? So the, what's the hardest part about being a married millennial? The hardest part about being a married millennial is FOMO. It's the fear of missing out. Honestly, I'm really glad you said that because I wanted to ask y'all about that. But do you really feel like you're missing out? No and yes. Because like, I know what's out there and it ain't <laughs> shit out there. Heavy on the it ain't you know, shit it ain't out shit out there. But at the same time, like I know, like I'm in Italy, I'm traveling. You know, I got a husband, I got a kid, I got what they want. But at the same, and I can go out if I want to go out. Hence, what I'm about to do. Um, and that's that's just what I no for real. That's just what I was about to say. I feel like when people say we missing out, they be talking about the club and shaking your ass. And I'm like, I we could pop out as long as the mommies in the group get the baby. Like, yo, we about to pop out after this. Like, popping out is not nothing. So, are we are we really missing? What exactly are we missing out on? Nothing. We just got somebody to come into bed and cuddle with. We don't got to go looking for a thick appointment. Mom, oh dad, I'm sorry. You know, yeah. yeah, and they're not consistent. I mean, that was my hardest part about being young. But do you want to know the hardest part? Like, what I thought about the hardest part about marriage? Yeah. Okay. The hardest part about marriage, I would say for me, was learning that, like, you're still individual, but, like, you're a team now. Mm-hmm. And, like, growing up, I never had anybody I could count on, so it was weird that I had somebody I could count on because it was like, I, I harbor stuff inside of me that I was going through and I tell him because I could never tell anybody. And I would have go through these problems. And then when I tell him, he'd fix them every time. But it was just like, I never had that. So I got married at 20, but that's still 20 years of not having that. So, so in other words, what I'm hearing is what you're saying. The hardest part about being married young in your specific situation was actually being a team player you don't necessarily know how to work on a team you've been doing it yourself dealing with your feelings yourself doing everything by yourself so actually having to open up to somebody else and let somebody else in on your moves and your feelings that was the hardest part for you that was definitely the hardest part and i think it's a lot of people that can necessarily relate to that i feel like i'm on the other end of that I feel like Malik be the one that be a little hesitant and has to learn what it is to open up and be the person that spills everything. I think I'm that person, believe it or not. So I think a lot of people could sympathize with that, especially when you have a specific upbringing that's just different and you just were unnecessarily forced to have to deal with everything by yourself. And I think there are a lot of people our age that had to teach themselves, that had to grow themselves, that had to be parents to their siblings, that had to just do a lot of grown-up shit before they should have had to. So when they get in relationships, they don't necessarily understand how to be a team player properly. Deshonda? I feel you on the um, being a team player because for the longest time, because all I knew since I was like nine years old was the fact that I didn't take out the trash because my dad passed away when I was young. Anyways, that's another story for another day. However, Ronald hated it when I fucking, when the trash would get full and I take that bitch out. 
Why are you taking the trash out? You got a man in here. You got a boy upstairs. Why are you taking the trash out? But I'm just so conditioned to... That's what your parents taught you. And my mama, because my mama was in the house by herself. So bringing it into a marriage, like he's he was brought up because he's brought up in the South, in uh, Louisiana. I'm from the West Coast. so And I would, and I would get mad because he would tell me, like, don't take out the trash. Like, why do you want to take out the trash? So I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Do you, it sounds like, obviously, y'all know I'm not a doctor. Like, y'all know I'm not a doctor. And y'all. No, I'm not a doctor. I'm not. I don't have no degree. This is not what my degree is. I have a criminal justice degree. None of this shit is in my field. But it sounds like you, when you came into your relationship, you suffer from the exact same thing that I suffer from, and that's strong woman syndrome. Mm-hmm. And for me, I grew up with both my parents in my life, but I was with my mom Monday to Friday, and I was with my dad on the weekends and for holidays. So my dad was still very active in my life. My mom was just a person I just so happened to see more of. It wasn't by choice. It was just by force that my mom instilled that strong woman syndrome in me that you don't need a man to do nothing. You could do everything by yourself. You could do bad by yourself. I still never felt like I was taught how to be a wife, if that makes sense. I feel like my mom never really necessarily groomed me for that. She more so groomed me how to handle myself, how to be on my own. So I can definitely sympathize with being a team player because I didn't know how to be a team player when I came into my relationship. It was, I was Rashonda. I was, I was taking the trash. I was doing everything because what I need you for, I could do it by myself. Like, and if you want to do it, you would do it. The fact that I had a chance to do it means you ain't want to do it. If, if I saw the trash full, that means you saw the trash full. So I took the trash out. Don't ask me why I took the trash out because obviously you saw the trash full, I saw the trash full, and I got to the trash. Like, that is how the beginning of our relationship was. I did not know how to be a partner. I did not know how to have a partner. Granted, I was still a fucking kid. But 18. <laughs> very much 18. But I, you get what I'm saying? I just didn't know how to be a team player. So I could understand why that's probably the the hardest part. If I have to, if I had to say what I generally feel like my favorite and least favorite part about being married was, I think my favorite part about being married is the security. The security in a lot of different ways. The security in knowing like I could walk around looking crazy. I don't have to be first date ready all the time. Like, he know the vibes. He know what's up. He seen this bonnet. Like, he gonna tell me when, babe, it's time to throw the bonnet in the washing machine. Like, he knows me at my, not my worst, because I don't ever want to call it my worst, but he knows me at my most vulnerable. That's what you look like on a regular month. He know me in between the Instagram pictures, in between all of that, in between the beat face. He knows me at the core. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like that's my favorite part about being married is having somebody know you at the core. Somebody that knows, I she look a little crusty today, but oh, when, when my baby step out, oh, she steps out. You feel me? Like, I think that's my favorite part. And I think my least favorite part about being married is the part that I don't think anybody prepared me for is how much individual growth and individual learning you have to do to even be a good partner to your spouse. I didn't know what it took to, like I said, nobody taught me to be a wife. So I didn't know that I had to come into this relationship whole. 
I wasn't. I was 18. He was 20. Neither one of us was. So it's different when you grow up in a relationship, but you grow up together. You get what I'm saying? So our fights are different. Like we literally been together since we were kids or at least since I was a kid. So I don't really... No, I feel where you're coming from because of the simple fact being that my husband's two years younger than me. Not only that, um, I had my baby when I was 14. Again, another story for another day. However, that was a struggle. We came from different like upbringings, especially being the fact that he was brought up in the South. I wasn't brought up on so yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, you know, yes, sir, no, sir. It was just when my mama called me like, Rashonda. Yes, just as long as I didn't say, like, what or, like, huh, then, okay. So, it's, like, what he may have went through, I didn't necessarily go through. And what I may have necessarily went through, he didn't go through. So, it's just, like, I feel what you're saying on, like, on a, on a, on a different level. And I think everybody can probably feel the same. I was going to say, I feel what you're saying about y'all grew up together. Because being that me and Therese been together since we were 16, mm -hmm. And I mean, we're 22 now. So we've been together for six years, but we've only been married for three. So I mean, honestly, that's all I'm doing. I'm just growing up with Therese. Like, I think me and Daz are the OGs in the room. I'm telling you, it's, it's going to be hard. You have hard. to put, you have to know when y'all are growing or when y'all need to grow and when y'all, you need to grow and when he needs to grow. And honestly, I feel like that's probably the biggest struggle that me and Malik still have to this day. We're growing as a couple, but it's hard to find that. When you're constantly changing. And when you're constantly changing and we're constantly together. Mm -hmm. Like, look, yeah, all yeah. of us live in Italy. We locked in the house. Mm -hmm. It's hard to grow individually. The pandemic. Honey, some of us, I done add, had a baby. Wait, add kids? I was about to say add kids yeah, to it. For the record, four out of five women in this room have kids. Naja is the only one without a kid yet. I ain't let him trap me yet. <laughs> it's coming though. It's coming though. But it's it's different. Like when, especially when you got a kid, but like when you were kids together, I think honestly, if I'm speaking vulnerably, the hardest part for me and Malik is erasing the image we had of each other. Remember, we knew each other since we were kids, since we were immature. It's hard to for, to forget all of that. It's hard to... You know how somebody be like, oh, I'm a changed man or I'm a changed woman. It's hard to... It's not necessarily... I'm not going to say it's hard to believe that. But I've seen but you, you know, from, Yeah, I know you, you know from you before from that. that. So right. I know if you really changed them. Yeah, you right, see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I honestly think that that's the hardest part about being married so young is mm -hmm. having to grow up together but grow together mm -hmm. individually and being able to find that balance. And I think all of the couples that get married young, that don't make it, they don't find necessarily. They don't give it time. They don't have patience. But then it's also, it's not necessarily, we can't say they don't have the time and they don't have the patience. We all know it takes two to tango. It do. It's not, one person can't be pulling all the weight. That's heavy. We got married young. That's already heavy. We military couples. That's, that's heavy, heavy. heavy. Four out of five got kids. That's heavy, heavy. You see what I'm saying? Everything adds a layer of weight. So if your partner is not helping relieve some of that weight, then it becomes, am I really in a partnership 
Or do I got another kid for the, those of us that got kids? Or do I got another pet for Naja? Because she she's the fur bet. She's the I got a kitty cat. But we're gonna move to Naja because I feel like Naja has the best question and I cannot wait to hear her answer. And I low-key want everybody to go around and answer Naja's question. So Naja's question was: if you had a time machine and were able to go back in time to your wedding day, what advice would you give yourself right before you said I do? My advice would be don't give my energy to the picture. I think the picture of the way I think things should go. Oh, that is so Because, yeah, honestly, I feel like a lot of our arguments come from, no, that's not how it's supposed to go. We're supposed to have it like this. But why don't y'all feel like y'all can make up your own rules? That's what I'm saying. I feel like he have his own rules. I have my own rules or our own image of how we think things should go. And instead of us putting it together, we just be like, no, we'd be like, no, like you need to do it this way. Cause that's the way it's supposed to go. And I think that was our biggest problem when we started. So if I could give you any words of advice, it's fuck the rules because they don't exist. No, Forget what you think own. a perfect marriage look like because they don't exist. Every single married person you would ever meet got some shit. Nothing is perfect. Nothing is simple. Nothing is easy. There are no rules. The rules are fucking fake. You have to literally make up your own rules for your marriage and your relationship. And I wish that was a piece of advice somebody would have gave me in the beginning. Because I would have spent a lot less time trying to be what I thought a wife was and have the relationship that I thought a couple, a married couple was supposed to have and just been the best wife I could be and have the best relationship that we could be and stop trying to fit an image that don't even really exist. Nobody fits into that perfect box. And when I think you take that stress away, it's a lot less pressure on you, on your spouse. It's a lot easier. Like, yo, just give me what you got. I'm gonna give you what I got. We'll see if it's enough. And if it is, I'm going to fuck with you. Period. See what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't, I'm not going to put expectations on you that I know you can't meet. I'm not going to make you be something that I think you're supposed to be. And then when you be it, I'll be like, mm, I don't even really like niggas like that. <laughs> Why are you pulling out a chair? Why are you opening a door? Why are you being so nice? Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't want you to be that picture perfect guy because that picture perfect guy is not picture perfect for me. But we all do it. And that's the sad part. Self-consciously, like mm -hmm. not even knowingly doing it. We all do it. Or we all have done it, I should say, because we're all married now. But we all do it. And we probably still do it. But I know there's still some expectations that I hold over my husband's head. But it's... It's hard with social media. I'm, 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 I'm human. At the end of the day, I'm still human. You know, we are the generation that watch social media become a thing. And I tell Malik that all the time. We're going to have to explain to Xavier what a flip phone is. We're going to have to explain to Xavier what three minutes after nine, if you have... Yeah, calling a house phone. This, you see what I'm saying? We we are the actual generation that bridges the gap between this low-key, the stone age, and, like, the tech age. We watch social media. 
before our young eyes become a thing. We went from having no phones to having sidekicks to having flip phones to having fucking touchscreen phones. And look where we at now. We watched all of that. We can say we've had not necessarily the first fucking cell phone, but every phone that, oh, maybe not Nadja, but the rest of us in the room. Y'all phones evolved every time. It got more and more yeah. text that my very first phone was a flip phone that I had to low-key press the digits it. mad times to get the, the letters. Well, I'm not that young then because I had to flip. Anybody else want to jump in and say, if you had to give, if you had a time machine right now to go back to your wedding day or to your courthouse day, did anybody in here have a real wedding? I did. Oh, Daz is the only person in the room for <laughs> So one out of five had an actual wedding. Four out of five had a courthouse wedding. I got married at Starbucks. How you do that? <laughs> That's a story for another day. Four out of five did not have a formal wedding. So, what would you? What advice would you give? to Jasmine sitting in there getting ready for her wedding, getting her blue, getting her something new, whatever the Something borrowed, something old. Yeah, that shit, girl. The courthouse girls don't know nothing about it. If I knew now what I knew back then, I probably wouldn't have extended that invite to everyone. It would have been to just certain people. And that is why I want to do a viral video. Because everyone didn't have our best interests. Like, it was people who I had there that was like, oh, she's too young to get married. But they showed up. Child. But they showed up. With a gift. Mm-hmm. With a gift. Oh, but, at least they brought a gift. So, yeah, at least they brought a gift. But still, it was like, why did I have them there in the beginning? Yeah. Right. So, that's probably one of the things I would have done differently. If I had to give myself advice on my wedding day, my wedding day was ridiculous, crazy. But if I could talk to that girl that was waiting outside in the waiting room, with my best friend, with Malik, if I could give her any piece of advice, it would be prepare for change. Because I am in no way, shape, or form the same girl that I was that day. My relationship is nothing about my life is the exact same that day. And if I would have told myself, just be ready for everything to be different, I would have walked welcome the change you would have been more prepared i would have been more prepared i wouldn't have been so shocked but then again i told y'all i didn't i didn't know nobody taught me how to be a wife i didn't know how to be a wife so i that day y'all don't understand how nervous i was before i walked into that room because i had no fucking idea what i was signing up for and i just wanted one person to walk up to me and be like sweetheart it's gonna be okay but i was in manhattan new york it was like the fucking highway. People was just coming in and out the room, in and out the room, in and out the room. And people had on wedding gowns and suits. And me and Malik just had on these sweaters and these pants. And we was, I was just like, yo, I just need, I just needed one good piece of advice. And if anybody would have walked up to me and been like, prepare for change. I would have breathed just a little bit easier. Like, you know what? This is going to be different. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be different. But I'm going to welcome it. You know what I'm saying? Anybody else have advice for wedding day then, Angela? Um, I would have told 20-year-old Angela that you are not as self-aware as you think you are. Mm. Like, when you... Like, I think I'm pretty self-aware, but... You know, like, it's times where I'm wrong, where I might not know I'm wrong, 
but like I think I would know if I'm wrong because usually I know, you know. But there's times where I don't know, or there's times where I don't know where like I need to change versus he needs to change, you know. So I think like, I'm just getting to that point where I'm I so realize I'm doing a lot of more for me to be a Virgo. <laughs> I'm doing a lot less finger pointing mm-hmm. and a lot more self awareness. Yeah. Like you know what, it's me, Tyan. Right. You can't. If I'm complaining about the same thing, maybe it's me. Mm-hmm. Let me take a step back and change. And I feel like. I sat down on the first of this year and I made my vision board and I made a commitment to literally change my entire life around my mindset, my body, every aspect of my life. And I think that this is the first time I've actually been committed to it. But I honestly feel like all the other years, like I was saying like, okay, like you ain't always right, girl. But now I know like, no, bitch, you ain't always right. You be tripping sometimes. And now I can catch myself like after I say something that's a little too sassy or something, I'll be like, you know what, babe? My bad. I ain't even mean it Mm -hmm. like that. Like I can catch myself in the moment now and know like, no, you don't have to be right. And I think that goes back to one of my favorite parts about being married. Like somebody knows me. I have like, I, somebody knows me, but I know me too. Like I know you well enough to know how you're going to receive what I'm about to say or receive what I said. So I know when I say something, I know I may not have meant it a certain way, but I know you enough to know that you're going to take it a certain way. So let me, hold on, babe. Before you think that I had any sass in it, let me reiterate myself. Like now I know when to defuse situations before they even get to the point where they need defusing. You get what I'm saying? I feel like that's my favorite part is being able to see the growth in not just our relationship, but in me. I agree with you right there, too, because that's where I'm at. I'm just at the point where it's like I'm just exhausted for like whether it's like a little argument or a big argument. It's just an argument. And boy, it takes a lot of exhaustion out of your body just to like exhaustion. I think the word you're looking for is energy, (laughs) energy. It takes a lot of energy out of your body to be exhausted in the end over something so small or I want to, I don't want to say small, but maybe what's small to you may may not be small to them and vice versa. But it's like, you get tired of doing that. Like, do you want to just take a pause? Okay. I see you're really angry. So I'm just going to leave you alone versus like, well, you know, pointing the finger or that trying to, to like, you know, like, or, or nagging the <laughs> or vice versa. Me, my, the other end is me being like okay well what's wrong i know something's wrong when maybe there's nothing wrong but i'm trying to like figure out like well what's wrong sometimes these niggas be having shit that be wrong but i feel like it ties into toxic masculinity i think it was an instagram post or facebook post i seen and it was like her her diary he was very quiet today he was very distant today he didn't talk to me as much. He didn't X, Y, and Z. I think something's wrong. What's wrong with him? Blah, 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 blah. And then the next slide was like his diary. My motorcycle wouldn't start today. And I was like, ain't that some nah, shit? Dead. Dead. You see what I'm saying? So I had to stop. Right there. I had to genuinely stop trying to, babe, what's wrong? Why you look like that? Why you sound like that? Why you said that like that? Because I, as sometimes he'd be like, there's nothing wrong. 
and I think I'm to the point where I know when something's really wrong. But sometimes it just be nothing wrong, and I just be over analyzing, and I'd be like, "Well, you said it in a different tone, or you had a facial expression." Yeah, like what you mean? That's just by like nurture. That's just a nurture thing because that's what we have as women genuinely, especially when you become a mom. It's like. Like, I know when something's off. I think that's when it dawns on me, Jazz, how long I've been together with Malik. Like, how long we've been in a relationship. You sound like somebody's fucking mom. I am somebody's fucking mom. The difference between me and you being married for seven and, like, Angela and Naja being married for three and Rashonda being right after us is honestly not losing yourself. And being individuals and not just a couple especially when you got married as young as us we got married young as teenagers you and I and we we all we knew was being a couple so I think I'm just now at 25 coming into no this is me like we are a unit but this is me Like, not losing yourself in your relationship. Don't get so consumed in your relationship that you... The way I look at it is, you have the rest of your life, I have the rest of my life, to be the Brady Bunch. We already secured the ring. Like, chill and still have fun. You get what I'm saying? Like, don't get so consumed in your marriage that you miss out on opportunities that won't come back. Y'all are still individuals respectfully, but y'all are still individuals. You have your fun, he has his fun. Hashtag extra respectfully, but (laughs) you get what I'm saying? Don't be so consumed and feel like y'all have to spend every moment together, do everything together. Like Y'all already have a lot of time together from now to forever. That's a lot of time. So spend as much time as you can doing your shit, having your fun with your friends, and I think that's another thing, having separate groups of friends. Having your couple friends, but then having your group of girlfriends. And him having his guy friends. Even if that's all in the same circle, but don't always hang out as couples. Because then it gets hard when other couples in the group start going through shit. It gets hard to pick a side. So you used to go out with your girls. Y'all go out as a group. Every Y'all pop out on vacations as a group. But these are the girls are your friends. You don't feel as entitled to the guys in the group as you do as the girls in the group. You know what I'm saying? Like, still be individuals. And I think that's honestly what I think the difference between seven and three. Because I think three year in me was, where he go? I'm going. Babe, where you going? Right. Hold up, baby, my But three years in, I was already pregnant or even had K by then. So it was like, I can yeah, piggyback off of your answer then because I was married. A year and a half later, got pregnant. So it was like, I was married at 18. Moved to Hawaii, couldn't do anything. Then got pregnant, finally had K, was legal. But it's still, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a wife, I couldn't do anything. So it's like, like you said, just finding yourself or have time for yourself. So you didn't get that I'm time just to really, really getting this, yes, getting to that part. Right, so. And the newest moms in the group. I'm me being the newest. Oh, we learned it. Oh, no, we finna drive no, these babies really over to daddy. Right. And we finna pop so, out. Yeah, I can pick you back off the answer. I do agree with that. Because I was going to say, like, I, um, oh, sorry. Yes. I was going to say, like, not that I disagree, but what she was saying is, like, I feel like how you felt only because, like, I did get pregnant. We got married in 2017. So I met him when I was 18. So we were together since I was 18. And then I got married when I was 20. And I had Carl when I was 21. But, like, I was a mom super young. 
And so it was like motherhood and our marriage are so linked in together so hard that it's like, I, I don't know if I'm losing myself as a wife or like losing mother. myself as a mother. I know mostly as a mother, but it was like, that was the hardest thing is like finding myself, which I, before I had kids, I was like, oh, when I'm coming home, I'm not going to lose myself. I'm not going to lose myself. But it's like, it's so much say to that. Said than done. I'm learning. There's so much shit I said you I know, wouldn't do as a here. mom. Child, I'm eating you the motherfucking do. words. You you eat all that shit. So it's like I'm talking about my. I was like, yeah, I ain't gonna come all that. Like I mean, I'm going out tonight. I'm like, I'm going out now. We gonna say that. Oh, the babies is with their daddy. And once we turn these mics off, season finale, we going out with a bang. You heard? Yeah, we popping out. Where we at? We outside, y'all. It is clearly coming to the end of this episode. My girls have held it together as long as they can. Before we wrap it up, I think it's so crazy that all of us have such different stories and such different beginnings, and we all ended up in the exact same spot. Mm-hmm. Exact same place, exact same time. And to think we all started so differently, but literally here we are. That's so crazy how you just end up in people's stories. You get what I'm saying? That being said, it is officially time to not only bring this episode to an end, but bring this season to an end. And it has been amazing. And as fun as it has been, I am very glad to have a break. I'm very proud of myself for making it to the season finale. But y'all, your girl need a break. And we coming back for season two. I'm not going to tell y'all when. Y'all need to be following me on Instagram at the Melanated Mindset in order to keep up with all of the things that I have coming and to keep up with when season two is going to drop. But it is officially time to wrap up this episode, not just because y'all been here for almost an hour, but because we finna go shake some ass, you heard? Yeah. <laughs> y'all heard the Patron shadow pop. That is Angela telling me to wrap it up. We are going to wrap it up with our word of the week. And we had a little powwow before we started recording, and we decided that the word of the week collectively is going to be sacrifice. Naja, do you want to say quickly why you agree that that is a good word of the week? Because, I mean, I feel like you sacrifice a lot, regardless of the fact that people be like, you don't have to do it. Well, you ain't have to do it. Well, that's not what you had to do. But, okay, I understand. That's what I did, okay, and I still sacrificed a lot doing it. So I know it was my choice, but at the same time, I can complain about what I want to complain about because if I feel like it's a sacrifice, it's a sacrifice. Like, I did it, okay? Because I knew I weighed my options and I knew I would have to sacrifice this for that. And I feel like you do that a lot in a marriage. Like, you'd be like, yeah, I mean, if you want to be technical, I didn't have to do it, but that's what I did. So, I think I did it. I'm here so now. Right. Like, and I can tell y'all, like, I feel like I sacrificed that. Like, it's not y'all choice to be like, well, you that's what you decided to do. You decided you want to do that. Uh, scratch that. I understand that. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I sacrificed while doing that. And I mean, I came to that conclusion myself. So that's how I feel about that. Rashonda, why do you think that's a good word? Sacrifice is a good word because, as I just said, you put in a lot of work into your time, the places that you need to be, what he may want, what you may want. And it just all comes with, like an equal opportunity to work together. And without sacrifice, you cannot build a marriage. Jazz, why do you think that's a good word? I'm piggybacking off of Rashonda and Nadra simply because, like they say, in order to have a marriage, you have to sacrifice some things. 
because in a marriage you are one so it's like you just have to work together and sacrifice things and do things how you're supposed to do it before i throw it to angela i i honestly was the one that came up with that word and i think that i picked that word i agree with everything that everybody so far has said but i picked that word because when you get married specifically when you get married as young as we did you have to yeah, you have to sacrifice a lot, but you have to sacrifice who you could have been for who you want to be. You have to sacrifice your old self for your future self, if that makes sense. If we didn't get married as young as we did, we would not be here. We would not be nowhere near here. We would be back home doing the same shit. Right, right. So I feel like when you decide to get married young, you have to sacrifice your old way of life for your new way of life, for real, for real. And Angela, what do you think? Um, I agree. I think sacrifice is a, a big thing because a lot of us were young when we got married or had kids. And it's like you're sacrificing college, you're sacrificing... Oh, your girl didn't sacrifice all of it. Trust me, yeah, I was lit. Everything, you know, to be with yourself, yes, especially you moving here, you know, like being here, you can't really work like that. Like you sacrifice a lot of things, your individuality, like you really do. That's like me just signing myself. I'm yeah. sacrificing a lot. I want to be an esthetician. I want to go to esthetician school. I can't, can't do that over here. And on that note, if you made it this far, thank you for just rocking with me, kicking with me, chopping it up with me, all of that. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. The love, the support, it never goes unnoticed or unappreciated. And if you want to join the conversation in real time and share your personal thoughts and opinions, make sure you follow me on Instagram at the.melanatedmindset. That's where I'm going to be posting all the polls, the questions, the conversation starters, all of that. That's also going to be where you'll get to hear sneak peeks and previews into the episodes to come. It's going to be one hell of a ride. I hope y'all are ready. Until then, I'll see y'all same time, same place next week for hashtag Melanated Monday. And remember, the goal is to be good and do good. Until then, peace, y'all.